Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host Yolanda and we are on day 19 of our journey with the Major Arcana. Now first of all I have to acknowledge that I am posting this podcast very late tonight because this was the only time that I had today to actually record. And Tiffany, who was on a podcast before, um, she and I tried to record this together earlier today, but you know, we we're both a little bit tired because we recorded her podcast beforehand. So I am here again, um, making sure that I am keeping to the 22 day commitment. And I hope that you are enjoying this journey or having some insights of your own. Now, one of the things I want to do is, of course, as always, welcome anyone who is new to the show. We talk about everything within this journey of self-exploration, energetic alchemy, waking up to ourselves, the highs and lows, the ins and outs of what we experience on these journeys of what we call our spiritual paths or awakening or just trying to have more understanding about who we are and what we're experiencing in this life. So what I have been doing for the last 19 days is looking at the major arcana of tarot. I'm using the Rider Waite deck and doing this journey of looking at one card per day and exploring the card from the angle of what it is we experience on these journeys. Just life itself. And one of the beautiful things about tarot is, you know, we can look at it from so many different lenses, as I mentioned before. These cards can be used for divination, to do readings. You know, the messages within every card has so many layers, so many translations, um, so much symbolism. And when we pull any card at any given time, the message that we receive from the same card may be very different than, you know, sometime before. So with that, I do invite you to share your insights or whatever is coming up for you on this journey as we just kind of explore, you know, some of the symbolism of these cards. So if you would like to join us, you can come to the Seeker Circle, which is a free community where we are discussing Reiki, meditation, tarot now, just asking questions, sharing insights, and you can go to my website, yuchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter to get access to some other free gifts, as well as a link to the Seeker Circle. So I would love to meet you, love to share and exchange. And today, or tonight, (laughs) I should say, we are moving on to the Moon card. Now, this has been an interesting unfolding and, you know, it has been very introspective. And yesterday we landed on the star card after going through some of the more challenging cards. And they're only challenging because they were really speaking to the energy of what binds us, what restricts us. You know, looking at the devil card and considering 
what binds us in the mind or what we may be addicted to, what we how we may be holding ourselves bondage or um, restricted by anything. We also looked at um, the temperance card and considered balancing. We looked at the tower card where it was all kind of ripped away. We can no longer debate about whether or not we're we were going to allow ourselves to remain attached or, you know, connected with our old chains. Um, it just all kind of was stripped away. And we landed on the star card yesterday in that nakedness, that vulnerability, and that space of on the other side of the storm, we could call it. Who are we? It was that space of really recognizing the light that we are and have always been. Recognizing the love that we are and have always been. But also sharing the wisdom that we have acquired throughout this journey. Not only nurturing ourselves with this wisdom of our experience, but also acknowledging how the choices we make, the healing that we do, our shifts in perspective are also feeding or influencing the collective because we're one with all that exists. So you would think that after, you know, moving into that energy of the star and really kind of sinking into that space of the beauty of who and what you are and have always been, that now we would be in a place of just, you know, contentment. But the truth is, after we go through such a significant shift or we have that um, experience of like divine insight that may be shocking or we go through an experience where we feel like the rug has been pulled from under us, even though there may be some clarity after that, like we saw in the star, there's also some consideration that has to take place because now we're moving ahead with new awareness. We are now very aware throughout this journey of what it is we've been holding on to, what has been um, a block for us, so what we have allowed to become a limitation or restriction on ourselves. We have become aware of our points of view. We have become aware of our own inner duality, the balancing of our feminine, our masculine, looking at how we are managing our own mind, our own emotions, our own will, and how this all plays out and what it is that we create and how we experience. So there is so much that you have taken in and so much you have also transformed, which we also call released. And here we are at the moon, going back in to the space of consideration after all that we have experienced. So the moon in of itself, um, even when we look at astrology, whatever sign your moon is in really speaks to your inner needs, what it is that you need to feel fulfilled. And so when we come on this card it really is about going within what has come up for you and this is a space to kind of consider and sort through all of the experiences back to self-reflection 
now we can face, you know, our inner fears, our feelings, our thoughts, but again, from a new lens, because we've learned so much in this unfolding. Now, one of the, hmm, I guess, pitfalls of this, we could say, is with this moon energy, we can become too detached and going all the way in and um, uh, disconnecting ourselves from our outer reality. So we want to be careful not to go too far and not to fall into that space of illusion or delusion with moon energy. Instead, allow ourselves to, again, be observant of our inner world. Even tune into our intuitive nature. Pay attention to our dreams. Because there are so many messages of the subconscious mind that come forward in our dream state. Giving us more clarity about what we hold. These things are starting to surface. So if we look at um, the different elements of the card that we've been doing throughout this journey, we have the number 18. So this card is the number 18. If we look at the number one, we can think about alignment, um, aligning with ourselves. We can also go back to the first card, which was the magician, and consider how using those tools of the magician to master our own nature will support us. We can also look at the number eight, which is it reminds me of the luminous gate. If we turn the eight on its side, it looks like the infinity symbol. And in the infinity symbol, there's that balance right in the middle, like that center point. So it could really be a symbol of continuum. There is, you know, it's not ending, it's infinite. But it also can be a symbol of that balance between spirit and um, matter or feminine and masculine light and dark the dichotomy of and the duality of um, what we experience in this realm but it all coming together at that center point now if we add one and eight together we also get the number nine which brings us back to the hermit card and the hermit as you remember was also very introspective connecting with our inner wisdom and um, our own inner guidance. It was about how we were transforming, right? So if we pair the hermit card with the moon, it's like it's really about us going into the space of meditation again to consider, reflect on what it is that has come up thus far and how we can turn our experience into our wisdom how we can learn and grow, how we can gain deeper understanding, how we can see from that higher perspective, from that intuitive space. Now, we also looked at the element and the associated planet with each card, and this card has the element of water, which we know is related to our emotion. We also have the planet Neptune, which speaks to the energy of dissolving illusion, um, although it can speak to <laughs> illusion. And, you know, there's a light and dark with everything, right? So on the 
high side of Neptune, I guess you would say, is where we go into that very intuitive space, connecting with that um, oneness, being one with all that exists. But then on the uh, darker side of it, we can go into a space of delusion or illusion or even, you know, drugs, alcoholism, escapism. So there's balance in all things. Now, these two things, the water and Neptune, speak to the energy of Pisces. And Pisces is the 12th sign in the zodiac. So it's really speaking to how we have evolved along in this path, right? Going through this journey. But interestingly, as I am doing this podcast, um, the moon is currently in Cancer. And the reason that stands out to me is because um, the moon rules Cancer. So we are very much like in this lunar energy Um you know, with it being in Cancer, it is very intuitive. But what's interesting is the sign of Cancer is also symbolized by a crab, like a hard outer shell. And while Cancers um, can be very protective, there's also this sweetness inside. I mean, they're so loving, so nurturing. And if you look at this card, there is a crawdad that is coming out of the pool of water. So I just thought that was an interesting connection, um, just coincidental, and we'll talk about the crawdad in a minute. But to start this off, what I want you to think about today is what do you need to feel fulfilled after all that you have experienced and explored? What do you need to feel balanced? What do you need to feel peace? What do you need to feel aligned? How can you continue to support yourself moving forward on this path? Now, one of the interesting things about this card is if you look right away, there is a path right down the center of the card. It's almost like the card is divided in half because on the right side, we have a wolf and there is a tower And on the other side of the path, we have a dog and another tower. But there's a clear division, again, speaking to that energy of duality. And because this is about going within, we can really meditate on our own inner duality and how we find that balance between our spiritual nature and what we experience, you know, here in the material realm. Now, what's interesting about the two towers in this card is we've seen these towers in other cards. So in the death card, those two towers were like off in the distance with the sun rising between them. Like on the other side of death or transformation, there would be some wisdom or understanding. Um, We also saw these two towers, and I don't have my cards in front of me, so I'm kind of like spacing Um, I'm thinking of the tower card. There's another card where we see the two towers. But in the tower card, interestingly enough, there's only one tower that we see. And let's just say that part of the symbolism of the towers is speaking to Again, our own duality or, you know, the feminine and masculine, the light, the dark, um, the balance 
of the two. In the Tower card, it's interesting that we only see one of the two. And again, that could be just the um, material aspect without... Um, we didn't have balance with our spiritual nature in that card and things just got pulled from under us. Something was off. Whatever we were clinging to, whatever was binding us, where we're out of our spiritual knowing, our trusting, our understanding, and that one tower got struck, right? So now on the other side of this, both towers are back in view. So it can really speak to the energy of the ability to rebalance again. And if you, you know, pay attention, it's not just the moon that is in this card. It's also the symbol of the sun behind it. And as we know, of course, the sun is what illuminates the moon for us. But there's also that energy of that duality, the sun and the moon, the masculine and the feminine, the inner and the outer. But how do we really have peace on the outward path that we're taking. We have to first have peace within ourselves. So that's why this space of introspection is so necessary. This is a good time to really consider how you feel. How do you feel after everything that you have recently realized? How do you feel after the recent transitions? You know, again, we are uh, connecting with our feelings, our thoughts, but it's from a new lens. So while it may seem like, man, this is a lot of looking at myself and what I hold. Well, yeah, that's what it's all about. But each time you go through a shift, a change, a transition, each time you go through a cycle, you may think that you're looking at the same thing, but you're looking at it differently. You have the opportunity to now look at it, to see, know, and understand your feeling, your choice, your thoughts from a higher perspective. And that's what supports our transformation. That's what helps us to really um, move ahead in this spiritual journey, we'll call it. So another element of the card, again, like I mentioned, was, you know, there's a dog and a wolf. And, you know, when I was talking to Tiffany about this earlier, I asked her, what stands out to you about this card? And she said, the dog and the wolf, the difference between them, the dog is obedient and the wolf is more primal. And, you know, if we think about that in terms of our paths and who we are, there is a part of us that, you know, has been trained, okay, like the dog in a way. There is a part of us that is adaptable. You know, the wolf and the dog are related. The only difference is that the dog has been domesticated. In a way, we have been domesticated or um, trained to acclimate to this world that we've come into. But there's always that inner knowing of who and what we are beyond what we may have been um, kind of a, you know, 
led to become. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's that aspect of us that is trainable, which as long as we're the ones doing the training, that could be a good thing. So if we're only allowing ourselves to be altered or uh, influenced by outside forces or thoughts or teachings, that may keep us from understanding ourselves fully. But if we are the ones that are committed to our practice and, you know, in a sense, training ourselves, that could be a really good quality. Being loyal to ourselves, committed to our practice. And then the wolf, again, that primal energy. Wolves and, you know, animals in the wild, they also have still a very instinctive quality that also speaks to another aspect of our nature. Now, the thing that they are both doing is they are uh, howling at the moon. So the wolf is howling at the moon. The dog is barking at the moon. But why? You know, there's a thought that they are doing this to try to... <laughs> like scare the moon away, trying to ward the moon off. Now again, think about what the moon does. Really, the moon has a pull on the tides of our planet. And we, like we've discussed on other podcasts, are primarily water. That's why we have the word like lunacy, lunatic. It all stems from luna, which is the word for moon. Because the moon pulls on us as well. That's why so many people get so emotional or feel out of sorts during a full moon. It's that pull on our inner feeling, on our emotion. So the dog and the wolf are trying to get that moon out of here. Like, heck no, I don't want to. No, no, you're not going to pull that out of me, right? (laughs) But, of course... There is benefit, as we have learned, to not avoid and to allow ourselves to go within. So in between them lies that path. This path that is leading to the mountains. And, you know, as we've looked at before, those mountains could be symbols of wisdom. And it's a windy road. It's not straight and narrow. It has its curves. It's going to have its bumps. It's going to have, you know, its challenges. We go in various directions, right? All kind of trying to go down this one path. We have choice in it. And even through all that we've gone through already, look at this card showing us there's still some way to go. Now we have the crawdad, um, as I mentioned earlier, that is coming out of that pool of water, which we've seen throughout many cards. And this pool of water, again, could be the um, universal mind, the collective unconscious. But he's crawling out of this. Now, what about a crawdad? I mean, they have a protective shell. But it could also speak to the energy of our subconscious mind coming forward, our, our subconscious mind, I'm sorry, our subconscious mind emerging. So we are becoming more aware of what it is we may have stored away. 
we may become more aware of what we tried to hide from, what we pushed down, but it's emerging, it's coming forward because now we have this new lens, this new opportunity to transform what we hold. We have an opportunity to now continue on this path in a new way. And yeah, you know, there may be a part of us that feels a little nervous about it, that protective shell. I mean, good look at what we've gone through. We know there's potential of feeling beat up, <laughs> right? But then also we think about the energy of cancer, the sign. And I told you again, their symbol is a crab. And although there's a heart out of shell, outer shell, there, that sign is very nurturing. The moon is very nurturing. In fact, the moon in and of itself speaks to the divine feminine, the divine mother, nurturing quality. So even though we're going within and it you know, could potentially be uncomfortable, we are being supported. Now, you know, again, if you look at this card, there's so much symbolism and duality. The two towers, the dog and the wolf, everything on either side of this path, the sun and the moon. But that path is right there in the middle. And that's what we're trying to do. Find balance, harmony right there in the middle. But again, it's not like this one-time thing that we go into this deep alignment and then we're done. I mean, the truth is, how often are you fully aligned with yourself? Even if you do an amazing meditation and you feel so aligned, something may happen in life to distract you and cause you to come out of that alignment. You could have an amazing Reiki session and you come up feeling so aligned or you may have some emotion surface and then you feel aligned on the other side. And then what happens? You may become distracted. Well, this speaks to, again, the importance of being diligent about our practice. When we have those moments of alignment or feeling aligned, feeling clear in our understanding, it doesn't mean that we get to take a time out on our practice. Because this road, this life, this journey has so many twists and turns. It's like, it kind of reminds me of people say, stay ready. <laughs> you know, we can only stay ready by staying in our practice. So the moon is reminding us to go within and examine our path, like where we are at this point. Through all of the cards and the transformation, the tools that you've learned that you have, all of these things, what have you learned and how have you changed? How has your perspective changed? How have your questions changed? With the moon, it's like your inner guidance is all you have. There's no, you know, big brightness of the sun. It's a dull illumination. It's for you to do all by yourself. Go into that space and access your inner guidance because it's all that you have. And even if you look at the picture of the moon, it looks like his eyes are closed. 
the moon is meditating. <laughs> That's what it looks like, right? And, you know, one of the things, too, about the importance of staying with our practice and having these moments of self-connection daily is because sometimes we become complacent after we think the storm is over, right? We go through some big shift. We have some big alignment. We feel like, woo, I'm in a space of clarity. I made it to the star card. And then we feel like there's no more work to be done. And then boom, something happens and we're smacked back into one of the other cards, right? But remember, it's a fine line on this path of trying to balance find harmony with our own inner duality, let alone the outer world, just our own inner duality. So, you know, think of the star card. If you look back at that card, we talked about the the seven smaller stars that were around the main central one, that those were symbols of the chakra and how those are our gateways of consciousness. But they were scattered in that sky. They weren't in alignment. So the moon is where we bring it in. New awareness, this clarity that we get with really going deep into our self-connection is going to bring new experience. And just like this path that is showing on this card, we're about to go into another journey into the unknown. This next cycle of life. But the difference is is that now you have learned how to see beyond the surface. You've learned how to tune into your inner knowing. You've learned how to surrender. You've learned how to evaluate. How to connect and understand the value in trusting you. All of these cards that we've explored, all of the teachings within them, all of the layers within them, whatever is coming up for you, they will all come into play as we continue to move forward. So here with the moon, this is a reminder to allow yourself to connect with that inner peace before emerging back out with the outer world. So it's kind of like that thought of before there's peace with us in our external world, we have to have peace within. So I hope that you um, can relate to this in some way, that you have some insights that speak to you. As always, I would love to hear what comes up for you about all of the cards that we've explored and just what's going on with you and your journey. Because as I always say, we learn and grow in exchange. So come join us in the Seeker Circle. Again, go to my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter and you will get access to some free tools to support you in further transformation, as well as a link to the Seeker Circle. Now, we will do the Sun card tomorrow, and we have the Judgment card on Sunday, and then on a Monday, our final day, we end on the world. After we do the final card, I am going to do another Facebook Live in the Seeker Circle just to talk about this experience with you. So if you would like to share with me live one-on-one, have a conversation, 
be sure to join us there. So that is all for tonight. Good night, moon. I will see you all tomorrow. Remember to always journey in love.